Every man needs other men that he can count on, who can give him direct feedback and criticism. The great Nick Kumalatsis, who's a guest on this show, asked a very powerful question to me once. He asked me, Nicky, are you living a life of purpose or are you living a life of pleasure? You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to another episode of the Sovereign Man Podcast. This is your man, Nikki Baloo. And this is the first time we're doing a solo episode. And I'm excited to do the solo episode because there's some things that I wanted to talk with you about that don't require to have another person here in the audience for me to convey to you. And today I want to talk about the importance of having your men having your band of brothers, why that as a man is super, super important for you to have present in your life. Now, 50, 60, 75, 100 years ago, this wouldn't even be something you'd need to tell men about. There have been fraternal organizations around since the dawn of time. Men have been part of these organizations. These organizations have been about common interests. They've been about men learning from other men. They've been about men having a place where they can share some camaraderie, some brotherhood, break bread together, do some fun things together. These organizations have been around and have been important. But since the 60s, since the anti man revolution that has taken place and swept over our society, the importance of these types of organizations has diminished. And the reason is because men have been on the defensive. They've been on the wrong side, the receiving end of hate in the culture wars. And as a result, you know, they, they've put their hands up and surrendered and said, oh, no, no, I don't need this. I don't want this. And, and we preemptively surrendered our, our masculine power. And, and one of the reasons we, we, we have not been able to come back and push back and show why having a strong masculine presence is important in society is because there haven't been these fraternal organizations. There haven't been bands, brothers that we as men have been a part of en masse in society. I'm part of a band of brothers. You may be part of a band of brothers, but the vast majority of men are not. And that's something important for us to understand. Now, what is being part of a band of brothers all about? That's a fantastic question. One you really ought to think about for yourself. Well, first and foremost, it's a place where you can go and get direct and honest feedback from other men, men that are your friends, men that you trust. Both of these things are important because you need to have men that you can trust, men that you can count on, men that can tell you the truth and not have their own agenda be coloring what they what they share with you in the form of advice, in the form of feedback. Because if they've got their own agenda, then it's not about you and your best interest. It's about them and their best interest, number one. And number two, 
You also need to have men there who are for you. It's important to have men who are for you be a part of your band of brothers. See, one of the reasons we created the Sovereign Circle is because we've created a community of men that are for you. You get to be a part of a group of men that want you to win. And if you're out there asking for feedback from people who are not for you, they're going to actually secretly or not so secretly work to destroy you and your prospects for success. So you don't want to just be out there revealing your deepest, innermost secrets, your deepest insecurities, the, the things that you're wrestling with, with people who are not for you, with people who you can't trust. And that's why you got to be part of a band of brothers, because you're going to be around people who are for you and people that you can trust to be to tell you the truth and not BS you and not come from what's in it for them or from this pathological, hate-filled desire to take you down. Because out there in the world, we men, we compete with each other out there in the world. Like it or not, that's a fact. We compete for jobs. We compete for business. We compete for women. We compete for everything out there in the world. And not every man is someone that you can trust to be for you and to share your deepest issues with. Okay? So it's important that you do this in the context of an environment of men that you can trust, an environment of men that are for you, where you're not worried about these men trying to take you down or having their own agenda in place instead of your best interest. Okay. And these men, they need to give you straight up feedback and criticism. And you got to be able to sit there and take it. So the great David Data in his book, The Way of the Superior Man, man, is that such a kick-ass book. If you haven't read that book, you need to read that book. And not just once, but many, many, many times. In that book, he says in chapter 10 that you need to enjoy your friend's criticism. And here's a direct quote from the book. A man's capacity to receive another man's criticism is a measure of his capacity to receive masculine energy. If he doesn't have a good relationship with masculine energy, for example, with his father, then he's going to act like a woman and be hurt or defensive rather than make use of other men's criticism. Okay. So what does he mean when he says that? Okay. So number one is men and women are different. All right. I love women. I adore women. I am in no way a man who puts women down. And they're different. And it's important to understand and recognize this. So if I'm with my beloved or with my mother or with my nieces or with my sister-in-law, and I have something I want to deliver to them, I'm not going to do it in the form of criticism because they're going to be hurt. They're going to get defensive and they're not going to like it. That's just a fact. If I want to deliver something to them, I need to do it in the form of praise. I need to do it in, in, in a way that they can hear it. You got to meet people where they're at and you got to meet women where they're at. Now, are there women who are not like this? Sure, but the vast majority of women are like this, okay? And as a man, as a masculine man, you can't be like this. You got to be able to take a man's criticism. You got to be able to make use of it, especially if that man that's giving you that criticism is one of your men, one of your close men that you trust. And, you know, Data says you should be getting together with your close men, friends, at least once a week, and you should be discussing what you're up to in life and what you're afraid of, what you're not taking on because of that fear. And the conversations that you have with these men should be short, sweet, to the point. 
And I wholeheartedly agree with that. That's what we do inside the sovereign circle. And what you should do is you should go up to those men and you should state where you're at. And then your men should, you know, be able to give you some sort of uh, action to take, some sort of behavioral experiment, as data calls it. Something that you can do that's going to reveal something to you about yourself, okay? Or, or give you more freedom in your life to act. So, and your close men, these men that are your friends, that are part of your circle, they should be willing to challenge you and challenge your propensity to mediocrity by suggesting a very concrete action that you can perform that's going to pop you out of this rut that you found yourself in one way or another. So for this to be possible, you need to offer them brutal honesty in the same way that they're offering it to you. And you need to tell them the truth. You can't hide behind shit and say, oh, well, you know, things aren't so bad. You got to just say, hey, this is how it is. You know, so for example, maybe you're a married man and maybe you're seeing this really beautiful woman at work and maybe you've been flirting with her inappropriately and, you know, you haven't done anything beyond that, but you're starting to feel some, some things stirring up inside you. And, and, and maybe, you know, you're, you're like even having some thoughts here, do something about this. And you go to your men and you, and you say, Hey, look, you know what, this is going on. I'm married, but I've seen this lady at work and this is what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And those men might come to you and say, what are you crazy? You're married. You got kids. Cut that shit out. <laughs> right. And you go, oh, yeah, right. What am I doing? What am I thinking? Oh, my God, that's crazy. You know, or the other thing that you might be facing is maybe you got a job, but maybe you've been dreaming about starting your own business forever. And you've been scared. You've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And you find yourself getting a little older and, and, and it starts to, to really bother you that you haven't done anything about this, but your fear is holding you back. And you bring this to your man and you go, listen, I've been dreaming about starting my own business forever and ever, but I've, I, I've just been afraid. I haven't taken any steps. You know, what do you men think? And um, these men might say, do you really want this? And you're going, yeah, I do, but I'm just scared. And they might just say, you need to face your fears. You face them head on. You face your doubts because, you know, fear and doubt kill the warrior. Where the warrior kills the fear and doubt. Fear and doubt kill the warrior, or the warrior kills the fear and doubt. Doubt kills the warrior, or the warrior kills the doubt. Fear kills the warrior, or the warrior kills the fear. And that's what those men might tell you. And you would go, oh, yeah, right, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to create a plan. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to do it. So for yourself, you as a man, you need to be one of those men that is willing to come to these close men who are part of your circle and have these kinds of conversations. Now, if you don't have a circle like this, then go to sovereignman.ca and check out Sovereign Circle. Check out our Battle Ready program, which is the initiation program that we uh, have every man take before they join the circle to, to prepare them to win in the circle. But this is for you. Take care of it. Let's get it done. Okay. That's what you must do. First and foremost, you got to take care of business. You got to make sure that it happens, that you are a part of such an organization. You're not taking care of business. You are not making sure that this happens if you're not part of such a group of men. So if you don't have men that you're close to, that's sad. A lot of men don't have that. That's why you got to go check out something like the Sovereign Circle. Every man needs this. Every man needs other men that he can count on, who can give him direct 
feedback, and criticism. And he needs to be man enough and masculine enough to take that direct feedback and criticism and use it to better himself. And he's got to take on a piece of work, a piece of action to take him to that next level. Okay. So go ahead right now, get that shit done and make sure that you either join a group, create a group out of the men that you got around you. Or if you can't, then you come the sovereign circle Come to SovereignMan.ca and check out what we got going on over there and consider that. And if that doesn't work for you, then find another group because there are other groups that do this. But I'm biased. I think the Sovereign Circle is terrific. But there's other groups that are out there that do this sort of work for men. You need to be a part of a group of men that you can trust, that are for you, that got your back, and they're going to be all about helping you, you as a man, kick some butt out there in the world, challenge you, challenge you. So you don't buy your own bullshit and live from your own bullshit. And instead, you live from your purpose. The great Nick Kumalatsis, who's a guest on this show, asked a very powerful question to me once. He asked me, Nick, are you living a life of purpose or are you living a life of pleasure? And I went, whoa, dude. Oh, my God. If I was being honest with myself, I was living more from pleasure than from purpose. And every single day when I get up, I write that down in my journal. Am I living for purpose or am I living for pleasure? And if the answer is I've been living from pleasure, I cut that shit out and I start living from purpose. And I go to my men and I tell them, this is how I'm acting. Am I living from pleasure or purpose? What do you see? Am I bullshitting myself? And those men tell me. And they kick my ass. You need your ass kicked. You need your ass kicked and kicked hard. By other men. If you don't think that's true, then you, my friend, are bullshitting yourself and you're pulling yourself down. You don't need to be that crabs in a bucket pulling the crab down. You yourself are mentally your own crabs in a bucket pulling yourself down. All right? So make sure, make double, triple, quadruple sure that you understand what we've been sharing with today and that you commit, commit to being part of a circle of men, close men that are for you, that you can trust, that have your back, they're going to tell you the truth and aren't going to be too scared to tell you the truth because they're afraid that it might hurt your tender feelings. Be okay with having your tender feelings poked at and hurt and don't let it bother you. Seek it, welcome it. That's what makes you stronger. That's what makes you like the Spartans who sent their seven-year-olds out into the freaking woods with nothing but a knife and said, live or don't come back. Find a way to make it. And that little seven-year-old boy would have to go out there and find a way to live. And he, all he had was a knife, and he was in the fucking woods. And if that seven-year-old Spartan boy could go out there and emerge from that ordeal, a man filled with purpose, you can too. And the only way, the only way, that you will be that man of purpose is if you've got men around you, all of whom are men of purpose, all of whom are men that you can trust, all of whom are men that are for you, that will tell you the truth and you can trust them to do so and that got your back and will tell you the freaking honest, brutal truth. There was a movie out a little while ago called The Ugly Truth starring Gerard Butler and Catherine Heigl. 
And in it, Gerard Butler played a character who just spoke the brutal, ugly truth. And you know what? That movie, the character in that movie, he was popular because he was willing to tell the brutal, ugly truth. So seek out the brutal, ugly truth. Run to that stern hand of your father. Run away from the soft hand of your mother. Run to the stern hands of the men around you to make you stronger, tougher, better, more masculine. Yeah, I'm banging a table. You might be hearing that coming reverberating through the microphone because that's going to make you the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. You, sir, deserve that level of awesomeness, of greatness. And it won't come on your own. It won't come if you seek comfort and pleasure. It will come with the help of other great men, close men around you who will criticize you and give you feedback and make you that man of purpose. And get up every day and ask that question of yourself. Am I living from purpose or am I living from pleasure? And be a man of purpose, a man of destiny, a man who lets his masculine essence come out of him and rule his life. Because that man is going to be living a life of meaning. And that man is going to be the kind of man that his family will respect. That man is going to be the kind of man that we in our society need right now. Because our society is turning to this soft, feminized democracy, which is going to be very soon becoming a horrible tyranny. In fact, we're halfway there already. And the only thing that's going to stop it is good men standing up and doing something about it. Because as the great Edmund Burke said, the only condition necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to stand by and do nothing. Don't be that type of a good man. Be the type of good man that stands up and does something. And it's been a pleasure doing this solo episode with you today. I'm excited. I hope you have been too. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.